give you such a crick in the neck. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. It's Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Now you know that guy ain't shit. Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. Where the stars of this piece of shit? I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. I am PK. I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are. Ah, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot com. You fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want. First of all, <laughs> oh, I get it now. Three in a row. Three in a row. Is this real life? It is. Yes, three in a row. And you know, nothing ever works on this show. But the tenth anniversary actually fell on recording day. Like legit. Like today. Today the is the day. Today, the day. ten years ago, myself and a younger OG. That's right. And a Mister Fantastic. Indeed. Uh, sat in the original Studio A. If you go back and listen to that first episode. Oh, though, cringeworthy. Uh, that, and I was not OG in that first episode. <laughs> you weren't. I did not get that moniker. That took you a while. Several in. It wasn't that many in, Five though. Five or six, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I know it wasn't that many. No, it, it was only a handful. It was a handful. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, of course, Mr. Fantastic was our producer back then. He was. What a pretty man he was. He was a pretty man. He's, he's a old. handsome devil. He's old now, though. Yeah, well, you know, it happens. Fatherhood, that'll do it. Yeah, well. Look, 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 look at you. I know. You look completely different now. Like a lunatic. <laughs> I insane. So, uh. You with, you with your beard. I know. We That's had, uh, OG and I had little, little microphone stands. That were like a little piece of wood. It was a piece of plywood. Right. And I literally screwed mounts right. to the stand mm-hmm. <laughs> and then used C-clamps yes. to clip them to a snack table. To what, Yours to a snack table. <laughs> Some things haven't changed. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah. Um, so there was that. Right. Uh, we were fantastically experimental back then in the sense that we know what we were doing. We had no idea. Uh, there was no format. Correct. And I think after the first, I want to say the first maybe three, I think I started taking over the editing duties after that. Yes. I'm pretty sure that was the case. Well, because right? the first couple, 
the first couple, it was kind of like, well, I'm publish it. You know, there was a little bit of editing, but it wasn't a ton. And then we got the hang of what we wanted to actually right. do. And then we were kind of, yeah, and we kind of yeah. like, okay, we want to do these things. And right. IDs and bits and all those things that started happening right. started happening really early on. Sure. And we're like, we want to get these in. And we want to like, you know, like we definitely had like a, an idea. I, I, I think this is true. You can tell me if I'm wrong. I think we definitely had an idea of the show back 10 years ago that we what we wanted it to sound like. Well, we, you know, the today is the 10th anniversary of the first show that we recorded yes. or published. But there was at least this was one. the recording day, though. It was, but right? there was at least one pilot that was like ten or fifteen minutes long that we just fussed around with. But even before that, we spent probably about a month or two months, well, a month and a half, because it all started at Toy Fair that year. Yep. Um, so we spent about a month and a half actually like plotting, yeah. like planning, planning, like putting together like yeah thoughts and mm-hmm. like. Like an outline, we had like, and, and we in had, fairness, yeah, we would meet at the cafeteria at Nordstrom's, right at the Short Hills Mall. Did we? Yes, we did. That's where we bought our first mixer. Was at that mall also. Me, you, and Mister Fantastic. We uh, ate at that little cafeteria inside the store. Was yeah. it Nor- Nordstrom's or Neiman Market? It probably was Nor- Was 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 Clancy there? I don't. Clancy might have been there. That at was. The time. I believe that was Nordstrom. Yes. Yeah. And then we walked downstairs yeah. into the mall and we bought our first mixer. And I have no memory of that whatsoever. <laughs> um, which is comes as a surprise to nobody in this room. Um, <laughs> in fairness, though, we should give credit where credit is due. Uh, the name of the show, uh-huh. the idea for the show, uh-huh. not actually mine. No. Um, that, that, that distinction... And I doubt he would call it that. Belongs to uh, Opie, Greg Opie Hughes, Greg Opie Hughes right. uh, from uh, Sirius XM Radio. Yes, uh, and he, uh, after I spent, I mean, at that point, I had to be like hanging around there for ten years, right? Sure. Had to be. What what year is this? Sixteen. So that would have been like oh six. Yeah, I was. I had to yeah. be hanging around there since the mid nineties, um, doing stuff on the O and A show and and all that way back then, and. I remember him talking about other people kind of doing shows and so on and so forth. And he turned to me unprompted by me in any way. He turned to me and he said, you know, Kev, you, you know, you and your, you know, like your geek stuff, that might be something to explore for a show. And I was, first of all, I was stunned that he actually turned and spoke to me (laughs) in a manner that, said that maybe he recognized that I had a a, sort of an expertise in something like that was really amazing feedback to get from Opie. Sure. Um, And I was like flabbergasted. I was like, yeah. And he, you know, and then we were talking about it and I, I'm sure he just said, you know, something like big Kev's geek stuff or something like that. And, or, you know, I don't, however it was was, that it spilled out, that's how it spilled out. And then I instantly, Instantly, I'm, I either text you. Was there texting then? There might have Did been. I call you? I know I communicated with you that day. I believe I got a stone tablet delivered by Pterodactyl. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. yes. He had upgraded I, by then. So yes. I think, yeah. But at the time, it, it should be said at the time, though, that both OG and I had different websites. We did. Which we were reviewing toys and talking Correct. about conventions. Kind of the same shit we're doing here, but it was way more work. 
Because you had to type. You had to write. Yeah, you had it was to type awful. out words. Awful. And a lot of them. Terrible. Words. So we had been we had been doing that stuff for a, a while. And um, uh, not to give a full history lesson, but I communicated with him that day and I said, I think I have a better idea. Yeah, and it was And that it, was kind of it. It kinda just it kinda just went from there. I just I, I just did all that talking just to see if I actually remembered anything. You did remember all things. Right. I'm impressed. Some of that's it some of that's some of that's and, right then? Okay. It, a lot I of guess. it is right. Oh, and, good. And, and I want to say that... <laughs> Except for all of it. All of it uh, is wrong. Where, where none of it happened. <laughs> that was... No. <laughs> all on a snow globe. No. Uh, this guy right here... <laughs> snow globe. PK, he joined us very early on in the show, too, to yes. do commercials I, I and yeah. spots. Goofy oh, commercial yeah. spots. They're still in. They're yeah. still in. Guest They're starred cool. in an episode or two. Yeah. Where, and I remember uh, for Lucky, actually, yep. and me... Came into guest spot because Kev was out of town or something. That's right. I ran into Lucky and recently. I, the, you, it's actually recorded the turning point for me in always waiting until I see the finished product before I hammer somebody about casting because we beat the shit out of you over being open-minded about Heath Ledger's yep. casting as the Joker. And we were like, oh, matinee idol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Busted your bo- – <laughs> Lucky and I both busted your balls. See? And look what happened. Hey. So that that is – Proof in the pudding I, that go. when I turn my tune around. Somewhere in the archives, I have Lucky's ID. Oh, God. I remember. Do you remember that yeah. one? That was hysterical. It was, Lucky. He, he kind of – I don't think he listens anymore. But if he does, Lucky, we love you. Know that. And I did just run into you, and it was lovely seeing you. But he was really mad about that ID for a while. Oh, yeah, he was. He was really he was, mad about that. It should It should be said, though, <laughs> you know, I mean, we could, I mean, we could spend the whole episode doing this, but We're not gonna. We, we don't want to. We want to do a little memory yeah. lane stuff. Lucky was also involved in our Jim Lee debacle. He was. That was early on he as was. well. He was. When we were calling Jim <laughs> Lee's voicemail all day. As a, that was episode 19, I think. Is that wow? <laughs> I think so. That 19 that far? I think so, wow, yeah. Wow, wow. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, a lot of stuff has gone on. You'll, you you know, if you've been a long-time listener, you remember all the names. Mr. Fantastic, Just Mike, uh, the Mad Mother, Mother, Mother Canucker, Canucker, Angry Dan, uh, Angry Angry Dan, Dan Micabus Prime. Micabus Prime. Um, <laughs> That's right. God, I mean, they're uh, I'm, Monitor. I'm, oh. <laughs> <laughs> monitor. Fucker. Uh, Best Buy Billy. Best Buy Billy, the mayor. The mayor. Uh, yeah, I mean, there have been a number. Obviously, there have been a number of characters who have uh, come through the Booker doors. Weeks. Booker Weeks. <laughs> scapegoat. Scapegoat. Of course, recently yeah, Scapegoat. Yeah. So, I mean, there's been a lot of uh, uh, people that we want to take this moment to remember and thank that have been involved with this program over the years with you and me. Absolutely. And th- there's a couple other names that I kind of just want to throw out there okay. as, as thanks. No, um, yeah, let's do it. Um, fellow, I like this part. Fellow, fellow podcasters that have really um, been with us almost our entire run have really helped us out in times of need. Um, and, and quite honestly, I'm really comfortable saying that I don't think we would probably still be doing this show if it weren't for George and Eileen Absolutely. At, at Toy Break. Absolutely and, true. Um, they're awesome. If you've never checked out Toy Break, you should. This Friday is 24-hour Toy Break, <gasps> which is their big um, with the, uh, with marathon the and all the prizes. And oh. they raise the funds for their show. So you should definitely check that out, toybreak.com, for more information. Um, I buy something from them every year. I try. And if I don't buy something, I always try to make a donation. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, But it's really, they're, they're, they're important to us still being around. And, and we thank them profusely. If they are listening, uh, Cheddar Bones. <laughs> That's all I'm saying is Cheddar Bones. Uh, just a couple of other guys or, or people I want to thank 
that we've worked with through the years. Um, the guys at Hero Envy, one of our very first podcast friends, we made really good friends with them, and they helped us out in the early days. Yeah, um, guys like uh, Dickie Page, Chris Dolfer, Benny from Tenacious Toys, yep. Eric Scarecrow, uh-huh. Eric from Argonaut Resins, mm-hmm. uh, George Vega. These are all guys that have worked with us at cons, and they helped us when we needed to fundraise. Um, They've done exclusives with us. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of we've worked with a lot of people. A lot and, uh, of people. We've been yeah. lucky. Guys like Joe Muscone, um, who was always awesome to us. Yeah, he was. He was our Hasbro. And Jesse Falcon for all the stories. Um, but, <laughs> no. Not for good stuff. No, um, the Horseman. The horse Horn boy, uh, in particular, yep. was has always been great to us. Always been great. Uh, Randy at NECA has always been good to uh-huh. us, and, and mm-hmm. we continue to. He continues uh, to help us to this day. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's guys that have gone from uh, a few different companies that, sure. that we followed around. Jeremy Padauer is yep. one of them. Was, Mez. Uh, Mez. Oh my god! And all the How guys over at all Mez. the guys over at Mez. Um, uh, let's see, who are we forgetting? I have a very special thank you of for someone uh, near and dear to me for my entire life that worked with you guys as well, mm-hmm. uh, and because I love her, Melody Anderson. Yes. Oh yes, Melody, Melody Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, again, just talking about. Just talking about history breaking, making stuff that yeah. we did. The only, the only track of of Flash and Dale uh, uh, on that movie. Audio the, the only commentary yeah. track ever done by the two of them for that. The movie. only time you'll hear his actual voice in conjunction with the film. <laughs> Probably <Yeah>. true. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was a big. That was a huge deal for us. Yep. Back then, um, that was a phenomenal project. That was about like seven years ago. We were not yeah. even that far in when we did that. No. No. Oh man! So I'm yeah, I mean, this is just things. there's so many different guys. Yeah, Doctor so Steve people. even helped us Dr. out a couple Steve. times. So many people have helped yeah. us. Um, we can we can even we I mean we could start reaching back. You can talk about guys like Ron and Fez, sure, who were uh, who were e- even though we were the butt of some jokes, those guys definitely were on uh-huh. our side. Absolutely, we, we should thank uh, Uncle Eric Sex Bagel Nagel, absolutely, uh, who absolutely again absolutely is was fundamental in making sure that we got on um, first on XM and then on Sirius XM. Yeah. Absolutely fundamental to that on both occasions. Uh, You know, of course, uh, you know, Jimmy, Opie, Anthony, the whole um, gang, all those guys uh, who who definitely, even though again, you know, we, we took our lumps like everybody else did. Like everybody else. And that's fine. But we're here still 10 years later. 10 years later, later we're still we're yep. still ticking. And you know yep. what? There's um, we, we joke and, and sometimes we try to be humble. Sometimes we don't try to be humble. But sometimes we try to be humble. But I can honestly comfortably say that there's not a lot of us that have been around. There are some that have been around longer than us. Yeah. And like Very the guys few. at Comic Geek Speak who we're friends with. We talk to them mm-hmm. at every con. Yep. Great for them. But we're definitely, we've definitely been around. The block. We've definitely survived a lot of other shows that have come and uh-huh. gone. It's pretty yeah. shocking how long podcasts in general have been around. Yeah. It, I mean, like, we, and we've effectively, uh, the show, not we, yeah. uh, but we, we've been in podcasting since close to the start. Oh, really close to the beginning. Um, yeah. At the time. It's and insane. I, at the time, there was nobody. And, and I'm going to say this, and, and if you're out there in the world, anywhere in the world, and you think I'm wrong about this. You, by all means, you call the GVM line. 425-920-6050. And correct me, Comic Geek Speak, I think, was around. They were talking strictly comic book stuff. And there may have been, you know, one or two that were talking strictly about one thing or another. Maybe talking about Star Wars. or talk- 
when we started, there was no broad appeal show for geek culture out there. There was none. Right. There was none. That's what we were trying to do. And that was the corner that we were like, fuck it. We will take that corner. Mm -hmm. Because nobody else is doing... We'll talk about all of it. Anything... The first thing that OG and I talked about about doing this was we have to talk about anything that we think is cool. And at the time, the stuff we were into was comic books, uh, DVDs. Remember those? Remember yep. physical stories? Physical, yeah. Mm, uh, toys uh, uh, and other uh, uh, products like that. And then anything else that kind of flew in our face that we thought was cool. Movies, TV shows, and so forth. Oh, there wasn't any TV shows then, but there ever yeah. uh but but like movies and stuff like that that's what and we were like fuck it we're going to talk about all that so we're not going to pick one thing and talk about it we're not going to pick just those toys we're not going to pick just comics we're going to do a little bit of everything yeah. and i think that's the reason that we have been able to be around as long as we've been around so so thank you to everybody i'm sure we've missed plenty of people and, and we apologize we didn't mean to leave you a booker uh adrian those guys from the UK, oh yeah of course you know we're we're were and continue to be um, all the guys from Jedi uh, yep. from Jedi News UK. Uh, that would be Mark and uh, James, of course, and uh, Brian. Uh, I mean, we, if we just start getting into the yeah, Star Wars guys, know, we'll be here all day. But so, so thank you. And if we missed you, we apologize. But uh, but here we are, ten years later, with equipment that in theory works and will continue to work for quite some time. In, yeah, that's a theory. In theory, in theory. What's and, that knocking? Uh, you know what? I, yeah. I think before we get into a little bit of news, PK, um, why don't we play? Uh, why don't we play a, a, a voicemail from one of our regular callers, real quick? Hey, that sounds good. Hey guys, Sea Monkey here, calling to say a happy anniversary and happy over 400th episode. Doing a great job. Love listening to the show. Uh, watch Flash this past past two episodes. I don't think you talked about it, and then watch Supergirl, or rather Supergirl first. Um, Really good crossover. Really liked it. Really, I, I'm not. I don't really watch Supergirl, but uh, watched. I watched that particular episode because I wanted to see how they were going to cross it over. Interesting premise, you know. Not necessarily, um, not necessarily the one I was hoping for, but you know. Otherwise, pretty good. And I thought the uh, the latest Flash episode worked out well. And speaking of the latest Flash episode, you know we. Previous to that, we found out who Zoom was, and again, did not work out the way I thought it would. Did but we? Still, very interesting. I'm oh, sure I thought you were going to respond to that. I'm I thought sure our technology some had kind improved. Of spoiler alert! <laughs> uh, you guys have a great day. Have a great show. Listen to you later. So there you go. Thank you, friend. Thanks, yeah. Sea Monkey. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about that that crossover. Uh, and you know what? I am caught up. On all of these programs so, except Legends of Tomorrow. I, I am I am not I am caught up on Flash. I mm-hmm. did I am caught up on Supergirl except for the crossover episode. So uh the crossover episode I think the crossover episode did not happen in the Flash TV show continuity yet. Okay. Well, so here's the thing. Okay. Logically and filming schedule wise, yes. right? The filming for that episode of Supergirl happened after where it would have fallen in the Flash filming. It happened okay, later. But so it, that's possible. Because he has he has that thing on his chest. That thing that that that, that Yellow Flash used. Yeah, yeah. So it's coming. Zon, right? Yeah, yeah. 
he had that on his chest when he was in the Supergirl episode. Okay, so there you go. So that hasn't happened yet on uh, Flash. On Flash, um, I've really been enjoying that show, though. I Flash. Mean, oh man, it's so been great. Yeah, it's been great. I have to say this, and I, I'm out of range of you, so I'm going to be okay. I really have liked Arrow, but I'm getting really sick and tired of the fucking soap opera I, about I'm just Felicity. Tired of, I'm just tired of Felicity. I don't have a problem with Felicity. No, I have a problem with the soap opera mm, yeah, it's of Felicity much. and Oliver. And I fucking, if can I, I say it every week? Thea. I hate Thea Queen. But Thea hasn't been in a, She's been her no, less and less. Every time she gets on there, I want to kill myself. Maybe she'll be the one that ends up in the grave, and then Roy will come back as Good. a real red arrow. Thank God. Arsenal. Good, that would be awesome. Um, So... So there you go. There's the Supergirl crossover. I, I thought the Supergirl crossover yeah. was very good. I, you didn't see it yet, I know. I'll watch it tonight, probably, yeah. or tomorrow. I, I thought it was very good. <laughs> yeah. um, again, I'm really not interested in Supergirl uh, necessarily, but I like the fact that they're at least acknowledging that they are from the same universe, if not the exact same universe, meaning the same multiverse. Mm. They better not pull any of this bullshit with the movies, though. Don't try to drag that no, garbage so. into the TV. I, no, you, that that's not going to happen because you, we already good. We know there's another Flash. That's that's not going to happen. Good, but, but let's let's move on. Actually, quickly speaking of the movie, yes. just going to do a quick quick once around the room. Uh, did you see Batman versus Superman? I'm so sick of it. Did, did, I haven't seen it, and I don't care. Good. I just don't fucking care. Did no. you see Batman? No, no. I, it will probably be for me. It'll probably be tonight or tomorrow night. So now I was talking to someone about this, and they were like, "Don't you?" Sean, you know I love you. This isn't a smack at you, but oh, I'm just gonna smack. I'm, I'm gonna explain our conversations. He was like, "Don't shouldn't you have don't you have to watch it? Like, isn't it like like you know your duty to watch it?" And I was like, "No," and I'll tell you why. Because Man of Steel was not for me. This is gonna be quick. We're not gonna go on for this for hours. Man of Steel was not for me. So I am pretty confident that I am not gonna be overjoyed by Batman versus Superman. Right. And I choose to exercise my right to not support a film that I am not overly interested in by not seeing it whether or not i have a duty to this show you if someone wants to buy me a ticket and give me an extra three hours in my day if you can figure out time travel i'll go but otherwise i don't have to see it seeing for and me that, and that's, that's and that's my right. answer people who are like you how have you not seen it that's right. how that's how i've not seen it for me it's two and a half hours the movie and then about i think it's about an hour and a half for the movie i would actually pay to see my big fat Greek wedding too. <laughs> so I actually need about I need like four hours and right. change in order to get it done, you know, right, like right, the right. right way. Where I ha- and I do feel the obligation to see. I, I do honestly feel the obligation to see the movie. What I don't feel is an obligation to pay for it. So what I feel to myself is I have an obligation to figure out a way to both sneak in and not have to pay for it and see my big fat Greek wedding too, and be able to come back and report on. Truth it. is, I will see it when I see it. I'm not going to not see it. This I'm is where just I'm not at. running out to see it. What happened with me with Man of Steel? Man of Steel just simply got away from me. Right, I, I couldn't see it in the theaters due to just rotten timing. Uh, so I bought it blind on uh, on Blu-ray. Right, and I, I, I'm of the camp that actually Oops. I kind of enjoy Man of Steel. Okay. Like I, I've, I've shared that uh, on the show here, and I was certainly ex- I, I had an excitement and an intrigue for Batman versus Superman too, and I I'm j- I'm so. I'm so tired of the response over this whole thing and the, and the competitive nature of this whole thing and people getting so angry that other people don't like it, that critics don't like it. And I got news for everybody. Critics are geeks. Right. 
Critics are geeks about movies. Critics do not have a vendetta against films. Critics simply love writing, watching films, writing about films, and enjoying the art form of filmmaking. And this one didn't hit for a lot of critics that have spent their time studying that. Correct. But you know what? If you liked it, you fucking won. And, and that being said... Over! You, yeah, exactly. And if you go to Rotten Tomatoes, uh, it, it is still a 72 percent with the audience in the audience with rating. the audience score which means that 72 oh, percent of the audience liked it has, that's great has the critic dropped below i heard it was 29 i think it's at 20 it's holding like 29 it's 28, 29. 28 or 29 yeah. somebody um, said to me i don't think that it deserved the 29 and i said to this person well what would you you saw what would you give it and they were like like a 35 and i was like get the fuck out of my face it's all it's all so, numbers it's all utterly meaningless numbers well, and then today there was an article um about how batman vs superman set an unwanted box office record and it was it was a drop-off record uh, it dropped an eye-popping 55% between Friday and Sunday. Holy yep. shit. And but, then it but dropped. But we all knew that was coming. And but then it not, dropped, a, not the 24-hour drop-off yeah. like that, though. And Fuck. then it dropped 38% uh-huh. between Friday and Saturday. Yeah, okay. And then, uh, uh, I don't So it, it so it's it's dropping off. That, look, so that, so then, of course, what happened was the comments for that article was, oh, this is all Marvel's fault. And more, and I keep it's telling people stop, stop comparing the two. You can't compare the two. Batman vs right. Superman should have One done is... well on its own laurels. Seventy two percent of you think it did. Congratulations. I I have not seen it. I am assuming I am part of the twenty eight percent. Right. Based on I know what I like in a film and what I've liked yeah. and disliked in the past. And I will see it when I see it, and then I will tell you what I think about it then. You it's, can't really compare them, because one of them is a series of popular hit films, and the other is the Warner Brothers universe. You just can't yeah, compare so. them, because what do you... Because if, if you want to compare Batman versus Superman it's, it's to infantile. one Marvel movie, you can do that. But Marvel movies are not all the same. It's not formulaic. They are genre movies with superheroes in them. I've said it a hundred times. Mm-hmm. They're not all the same. So you can't just say this is... You can't compare this to Guardians... No, exactly. So, right? So, so stop that's what they're it. that's what they're trying to do with Suicide Squad. Okay, but you know what though? Maybe they can. Maybe you yeah, can closer. draw that comparison. And I'll be honest with you, I'm more excited for Suicide Squad than, than I, I am for Batman movie, versus yeah. Superman. I Agreed. might actually run out to see Suicide Squad in the theater. Mm. So let's move on now. Unless yep. you guys have something else to contribute I to that. that. I, I, I've said my piece, I, right. you know, and I'll, I'll talk about it when the Blu-ray comes out eventually. Oh, I'll, no, I, I mean, I hope to be able to don't speak care. intelligently about it next week in the sense that I'll have seen it. I'm really hoping that's the yeah. case. Okay. Uh, Netflix and DreamWorks Animation debuted this past week a teaser for its new series, Voltron Legendary Defender, which is a reboot of the original series. Um, the animation, the, the lion one, the lion yes. force, yeah, yeah. Uh, which was the original. I yeah. think Car Force was the later. Yeah, um, but uh, it looks beautiful. It looks, it looks like polished nostalgia. Mm. If if if, yeah. it's, if I could it, describe it, it. Yeah. the That's glimpses I've seen, it's very similar to, it to the old look. It's just it looks new. It, it looks is. clean. And yeah. even the uh, even the character designs for the humans, which we've seen some stills from, they look fine too. I mean, mm-hmm. Pidge looks like Pidge. She's not. Yeah, hunk looks like a hunk. Is they're not hard to figure out who they are. Right. Um. So as long as the storytelling is is strong, I'm down. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I am of the I am of the handful of people that did not hate that Nickelodeon Voltron that came out, God, four or five years ago, which was actually a continuation of the original Voltron. By the way, like 
I was not aware the they characters were from the original Voltron were now teaching at the academy, and there was a new group of kids uh, taking over the Lions. Clever. That was actually, and it actually was not a terrible show. It was a better Ghostbusters reboot oh, than. Please. Let's not let's not go down that <laughs> that path. We're, uh. we're sure to get a we're sure to get a a, a stream to the face. <laughs> right. Just don't cross it. Uh, Gambit, since I know uh, PK <laughs> over there is such a fan of Channing Tatum. Channing of, Tatum. Of who? Wow. That guy. Channing Tatum. You heard him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I don't have the sound bite for I don't know what the fuck you just said, little kid. I uh, just removed that. The <laughs> uh, production date for this has been delayed again. Um, oh, but why? It will not go into production at the earliest until the end of this year. So you're looking at a 2018, 2019 release. I'm going to back up to an earlier thing I said, how we busted your balls about yeah. Heath Ledger and how I give a chance to... Yeah. Uh, you know, modern casting and, and, and give everybody a chance to play yeah. the role that they're casting and see if they surprise me. Except for? Except for fucking Channing Tatum and Gambit. <laughs> uh, I, I, my two exceptions to that rule, Channing Tatum, t- Ch- Channing Tatum, wow. which we is where, really having trouble today. which is where the, the Magic Mikes play football. Uh, no, Channing Tatum and Olivia Munn. Oh. Olivia Munnium. Oh. Olivia Munnium and Channing Tatum. Uh, not acceptable. Not acceptable. All right. Anyway, let's let's, uh, let's go back to Batman for a second. Oh, but ooh. not the way you might think. Uh oh, the trailer for uh, the new Lego Batman movie came out. I didn't see it yet. That's a Batman movie I want to see. It, <laughs> it looks wonderful. It looks I amazing. Bet. It's it, it's the to Will me Arnett? it seems the Will perfect Arnett? fantastic yeah. astounding. Yeah. It's the perfect uh, uh, perfect amalgamation. We'll say of. The classic camp of the Adam West with the serious tone of, say, the Batman animated series. Like, yes. it's got legit high adventure, legit Batmanisms to it, but it's fucking hilarious. Okay. I, I'm ex- that, I'm exci- I'm with you. I'm excited for that. Who's the villain? So, uh, Is it the Joker? I think so, yeah. Who's the so. voice? Um, well, Zach Galifianakis is doing the Joker. Interesting. Um, let's see. Rosario Dawson is doing Batgirl. Ray Fiennes is doing Alfred. <laughs> um, Mariah Carey is voicing the mayor of Gotham. Um, and someone is... I, I, I can't see who's voicing Robin in it. But it looks really good. It's coming to theaters next February. We're sure to get at least another trailer or two before then. I, I'm but, sure uh, of that, yeah. But, uh, yeah, definitely check that out. Um, the Tick. I think we talked about the tick last week. We, we did, did mention the bit. tick last week. We mentioned we because last week they announced that it was uh, they had gotten Peter Sarafinowitz right to, 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 to portray the tick. So now we get a little bit more of an idea of of the tone of the tick, and apparently it's going to be a darker, more grounded. Well, I'm not watching and version I, of the tick. I'm out. I'm out. That's not the tick. I'm sorry, it's not Batman. The only thing that brings me back from that. Is if this thing that that the, the creative team is talking about that if they're if this is just a troll, and they come back and it's really the tone that yeah. it needs to be, I'm on board. Um, but if they legit take this dark turn with the fucking dick, goodbye. It will be darker and more grounded. No interest. It's going to have a real story, a real hero's myth. We're the ones that get to have fun with it, and that's kind of the situation we're in right now. That's an open field in this area of entertainment. So. Um, Nothing sounds fun about taking a uh, tick to a darker and more serious. The, the, the tick should not. The tick is a, is a superhero spoof. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. There's a character called the Spoon. What? Wait, it's the, it's, he's the knife now. Uh, he's the knife. knife. He's the spork. The spork. Even. <laughs> All right. Oh, 
shots. Will, will Chairface Chippendale be one of the villains? <laughs> I hope so. All right, let's talk about the Joker since we mentioned. Do you believe well, Batman will? Anyway, apparently DC's rebirth is coming, which is not a <laughs> re or afterbirth. <laughs> well, it might look like afterbirth when it's all said and done. Um, this is yet another not rebooting, rebranding of the new Fifty Two, returning to the original numbering. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on with DC's well, rebirth. kind of the 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 brief sort of research that we did seems to indicate that they're just trying to clean up. The new Fifty Two universe, right? They're trying and they're trying to reintegrate some of the stuff from the pre Fifty. Right. So one of the things that I actually liked about it was that Action Comics and Detective will re be returning to their original Original. numbering from the thirties, right? Which which is is good, great. But what I didn't get out of there is if they're going to pick up the number from where. They are. So, in other words, if they left, left off at, let's say, 606, and we've had 24, will it be 630, or will it be 607? Right. That's yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't get the clear picture um, on that. But there's going to be a bunch of new number ones, too. Well, no one's surprised there. But that said, these are exciting-sounding number ones, a couple of them. Some of them. Like, I'm excited for Green Arrow. I'm, I might actually read it again. Who knows? What's the uh, – there was a Batman book by um, – Friend of this program, yes, J.R. J.R. John Romita Jr. and written by Scott Snyder. Right. Who's not reading that book? Exactly, because Snyder writes some of the best Batman that I've ever read. And fucking John Jr. is amazing. He Mm -hmm. is. So, uh, with with that said, I'm definitely on board for that. I can't remember what it's called. Well, let's Batman something. Let's talk about the other big reveal that's kind of coming as a result of Rebirth. Yeah. The Joker's identity. So apparently in Justice League number 50, Uh um, Batman is going to be using the Mobius chair, which, you know, for those of you not familiar, it's supposed to be used for the quest for knowledge. It's supposed to be like you you ask it a question, it gives you an answer. It's supposed to know the answers. Right. Batman sits in the chair, and one of the things he asks it is uh, uh, how many licks would it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll to right, zip up? Right, Immediately followed by who is the Joker. Mm. And from the panel that they uh, teased, you know, it's, no, it can't be. Or whatever. what does he say? The he, wonder con. He, he, gets the, uh, he gets the surprise look right. in his face. goes, no, it can't be. Right. And so, so all people are speculating all sorts of things. A couple of people, though, are saying that the, the chair is not going to know the answer. And Batman is shocked because that would be wonderful. It's supposed to be omnipotent. You were saying earlier, right? right? Yeah. I hope they go that route. That would be wonderful. I think the Joker is is still one of those characters that belongs shrouded in mystery. Don't I don't fet need to the know Joker. who he is. I don't need to know who he is. <laughs> don't Just... fet the Joker. That's good. Fet don't not the Joker. Yeah. yeah. Don't Logan the Joker. Yeah. So yeah. Mm. Um. Speaking of my my favorite comment, I, I mentioned this earlier, but we'll, we'll oh, put yeah. it out there too. Uh, it, when this article hit the uh, the airwaves, and then various commenters were giving their speculation on the various names that it could be, and my favorite comment because the, in the onom- is onomatopoeia the word I'm looking for? Yes. Yeah, uh, that's no. Is yes. that the word that describes you know thwack, thwack bam, bam blah, yeah. It is onomatopoeia. So the onomatopoeia of when the answer comes back was a big bold ping. <laughs> so one of the commenters says, "Well, the name is going to be ping." <laughs> There I think that go. I would go with either. I think that'd be great, or the it doesn't know. Yeah, I'll yeah. take either one, <laughs> or just Ted. Yeah, Joe. Ted. The, 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 the chair just says he, he's Ted. 
Carl. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> like, no less. Just Carl. That's it. Hey, Carl. Share. Yeah. Um, monitor. Yeah. Uh, oh, so. Oh, by the way, can we uh, can we take a minute to talk about Walking Dead, or, or do you have more on this Joker bit? No, I was going to move on to the next story, but we can we can you we know, can make the Walking Dead the next I story. I know, I know the both of you don't watch it. Nah, I punched out. Yeah. I know, I know Negan is coming. I, I know, but let and me, I never got as far as but, Negan in the book. Yeah. So but I'm, let me tell you, yeah. the last couple of episodes have been really fun. I know I say this all the time. I know. You guys just have to get over that bump and get into the last couple of seasons have been amazing. I, I, I don't doubt it. And maybe one day I will jump on board. That and they said, and, and actually this week coming up is the season, an hour and a half season finale. Right. They said it's the most brutal episode of the series. Well, it's the full introduction of Negan, right? It is. Yeah. 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 And, He's a brutal character. And the end of the last episode was um, Daryl getting shot. Right, right. And people have flipped out. You know, there's that I whole know. campaign and we'll the riot if Daryl yeah. is killed. Yeah, yeah. We riot. if Daryl dies, we riot. That's yeah. like a, a thing. Like it's nah. actually a thing. And he he's went on social media and he did interviews and he's like, you definitely should be worried about Daryl. But he said it in such a way as to say, well, maybe not all the way worried. You yeah. know, like right. he shot. There's no doubt he's mm. shot. Sure. But what does that mean and so on and so forth? Yeah. So, And you know who's playing Negan? He's going to come back as Ward, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> Do you uh, know Jeffrey who? Dean Morgan. Is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yes. Yeah. Which which has me interested because I love Jeffrey Certainly. Dean Morgan as a performer. Yeah. And, I just, and I just, that comedian vibe as I Negan? I feel mm. you. Oh, I'm down. I feel you. I'm telling you. I, under, I know you guys punched out. I know that you did. But I'm just saying... If you could maybe just try to pop back in there and check out the last couple of seasons. I'm telling you, it's been really, really good. Do you follow The Walking Dead on uh, Twitter? Do you follow their Twitter account? No, I don't. So um, I guess maybe a month or two ago, uh, a gentleman we mentioned earlier, uh, The Sex Bagel, interviewed Jeffrey Dean Morgan along with uh, uh, one of his friends, Gittles. And uh, he talked about the cursing and the violence and brutality of the character. And last week, The Walking Dead actually tweeted out the link to that video. So if you follow oh, really? me, you could check out that interview. Oh, that's pretty cool. Nice. That's, your, um, that's your moonlighting program. That's right, my moonlighting program. <laughs> um, let's, let's talk about Star Wars real quick, I think, before we take our, our first break. Um, so Star Wars Rebels, the finale is coming up. There was a special screening of it last night, followed by an interview with some of the creative team. David Filoni was one of the people who was interviewed. Did you hear about this? I didn't. Uh, this so is news. You, you know about this. We you tweeted me the link early, and we kind of had a back and forth. The uh, the Rex Rex connection. Yeah. Yes. So uh, people asked, have been asking him, and have been rumoring for a while that uh, Rex is the old trooper on Endor. <laughs> You know, you know the scene with the rebel troopers, and there's the old guy with the big white beard. He's kind of leading the charge on I've, Endor. Yeah, in Jedi, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, and people have been saying, "Is that Rex? Is that is that Rex in the as one of the rebel troopers? As one of the rebel mm-hmm. troopers? Okay, and, is it the only guy with the Santa beard in, no, uh, in all of I, Endor? Basically, yeah, I get it. He, he yeah. looks like the human personification of Rex. Yeah, he does. okay. It's a it's a great yeah. retcon. Or, well, Rexcon, I guess Rex if con, they went yeah. that way. And, uh, I I'm on board if they and, do it. Yeah. And Filoni is Filoni is like Filoni's like. Well, I, I think it is. He's like, and and I I, I think it's going to be that. 
So there's a <laughs> did, lot of. Did he just make that discovery like there at that question? He just went, well, I'm going to do that. That yeah. sounds great. I, I, I think I think maybe he was finally posed that question in a mass audience and had to respond. But mm. that would be. I mean, look, if they figure out a way to make it work organically, I'm totally fine with it. My only problem with that, of course, is that there would. If Rex has been a hero of yeah. the Republic and then the Rebellion, and they're not kind of yeah, but, singling him out yeah, in but, any of that stuff. But Rex, is, but Rex has been helping. No, I know that. Ezra, but, he's he's helping the Rebellion essentially I know, start. I know. So. I get that. But I'm saying, like, I mean, if we're talking about Endor, that's how many from Star Wars um, years? Yes. I don't know. A couple. Uh, the it's article said the, the Endor battle w- took place something to the to the tune of like seven to nine years from I think the Yavin? battle of Yavin. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's call it ten just for round numbers. Man. So he's got to be wicked old. I'm not saying it doesn't work. I don't have a problem with that. I'm just thinking at that point, even in the rebellion, Rex has got to have some reputation. Sure. Oh yeah, no, no doubt. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I like it. It's cute. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, it's it's kind of like ham-handedly kind of yeah, well, trying well, to squeeze it well, in well, there. Well, well, we'll see if it ever actually happens. What I want to know, know is, and this is something that everybody, I think at this point everybody wants to know is, will there be any crossover uh, between Rebels and Rogue, Rogue One? I, I, I don't... I. If there is, we're not going to know that yet. And even if there, and I'm not even saying we should see characters, which would be amazing. Right. If there was a live action character from Rebels that appeared in that movie, that would be fucking phenomenal. Yeah, like, like a slightly older uh, it Ezra. It wouldn't have to be that much older. Slightly older Ezra, or uh, what's her name, would be great too. Hera, Hera would, be, would, be, would perfect. be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think she, I don't think she'd be Kanan or 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 uh, Chopper could be a really easy one. It could one. be Chopper. It could be Chopper, Harris. Yeah, it could be somebody like yeah. that. I think somebody of that level of importance would be great. It, ca- it can't be Kanan. It can't be Kanan. It can't be Ezra. I don't think yeah, it should be. Yeah, it probably be. shouldn't be Ezra. It shouldn't be. What's his name either? Hera, Sabine, Sabine Chopper. would be okay. Th- th- those are the three that I would vote. Not, I-, I wouldn't pick no. the, the big dude either. No. Um, whose name I'm Hera, Sabine, Chopper are the three that I Hera would Hera probably should be the one. Because well, she's like she could a pilot, pretty big deal. She could pilot one of the ships, or she could yeah. Not right. even that. Even if she appears at a briefing, and it's like, yeah. oh, is that Hera? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. no, no doubt. Like that kind of like that kind of yeah. hushed magnitude. Um, that that would be really amazing. Yeah. And I think they really need to tie that show in to the rest of the universe. And I think this is a golden opportunity. Well, I, I, I think if that's going to happen, we're just not going to know about it yet. I think is what no, I'm I, I agree. So. I'm just hoping it does. But with that being said, I think we should probably take our first And with break. that, OG, we will uh, bring this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff to a close. No, we got a break, and then we'll come oh, back with a little bit of progress. What? Even more? Indeed. And we'll be right back after these messages. Hey, exactly. Coke, <laughs> hey, Coke Logic. How about you send a file next week? Come <laughs> Here we go. Ahoy, ahoy, ahoy. Welcome to, welcome to Games, Game Stuff. Stuff, 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 stuff. Ah, sorry about that. Technical difficulties. Here we go. I'm your host, Coke Logic. Congratulations to Big Kevin's Geek Stuff, which has hit episode 402. Joining the ranks of the longest-running podcasts on the internet, back when podcasting had nothing to do with phones. Comedy Bang Bang, Video Game Outsiders, or any one of Leo Laporte's numerous projects. And these are just the times that they recorded. 
Imagine how high the episode number would be without the hiatus, vacations, or garage robberies. Hell, I've been with this show for five years, and this is only Game Stuff number 96. So congratulations, Kevin OG, on 402 episodes. <laughs> Big Kev's Geek Stuff has been off for so long, there are now three months of games piled up. So we're going to rip through this shit stack with a round of Play It or Don't Play It. The show that decides the games you should be playing or don't playing. <laughs> Rise of the Tomb Raider. Play it. The Xbox exclusive comes to PC. Not as amazing as the first Tomb Raider, rather more of the same, but that the same is really good. <laughs> Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen. Play it. This single player RPG that plays like an MMO has been ported to the PC, and it's the best version of the game. It's the base Dragon's Dogma game with the Dark Arisen DLC, and since it's ported to the PC, you can play it at a high resolution, which makes this oldish game seem brand newish. <laughs> Dying Light Definitive Edition. Play it. Dying Light is an amazing first-person zombie action game on its own, but the Definitive Edition comes with all of the previous DLC, including the recently released The Following Expansion, which is a completely separate campaign. The Following is as large as the core Dying Light game and adds a dune buggy. <laughs> Unravel. Don't play it. <laughs> Despite the cute mascot, Yarny, and the beautiful graphics, Unravel is just not very fun. The physics-based puzzles can be wonky, and it's kind of repetitive. <laughs> Firewatch. Don't play it. <laughs> yes, it looks nice, but doesn't everything that's stylized look charming? It's a two-hour walking simulator with the same ending despite your dialogue choices. The only thing that changes are the insignificant details, which are insignificant. <laughs> Lego Marvel Avengers. Play it. It's a Lego game with superheroes. The kids will love it. <laughs> the Witness. Don't play it. <laughs> the Witness is a puzzle game that wants you to think outside the box. The developer's interpretation of this is to teach you a set of rules, then break those rules so you feel like an asshole. You'll either come back to the puzzle and solve it right away, feeling relieved, or you'll be stuck for several days, look up the answer, and find it's not even how the method applies. The best is when you find a way to solve a puzzle, but it's not the way the developers programmed you to solve the puzzle, so that little glimpse of creativity is completely meaningless. Maybe The Witness is the game for you. Enjoy your friendless existence. P.S. The branch is on the fucking floor. <laughs> Resident Evil Zero Remastered. Play it. It's the Resident Evil game that's only been available on the Nintendo GameCube. Until now. <laughs> Far Cry Primal. Don't play it. <laughs> or do play it. Okay? I know, you want to play the pretty Far Cry game. It looks cool. But the majority of the time is skinning animals and making pouches. If you want a good time, go play Far Cry 4. Or better still, Far Cry 3. The game is just not as exciting as it seems. <laughs> Street Fighter 5. Don't fucking play it. <laughs> Street Fighter is an unfinished game. Just two days ago, they added the March update, which includes a few more modes, none of which is arcade mode. That's unacceptable. Right now, this is a game for people to play competitively online. Do you own a fight stick? Exactly. The good news is you can check back in June when they add a story mode. <laughs> the Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess HD. Play it. 
They just announced they stopped production of the Nintendo Wii U consoles. Might as well buy something for this doomed system. And an HD Zelda title is not a bad idea. <laughs> the Division. Play it. The game you've been waiting for has come and went. Yep, after all that time you can rip through the entire game and hit the level cap within a week. Play online with some friends and it's totally worth it. But after playing all the story missions and side activities, I was done with everything. But it felt like a full retail game's worth of content. But now I've got this login everyday multiplayer shooter with not much to do. But it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> Salt and Sanctuary. Play it. It's a 2D side-scrolling Metroid-style game with dodge and attack-style combat from Dark Souls. I can't wait to play it myself. <laughs> and finally, the Oculus Rift is out now. It costs $600 and your computer can't run it. Enjoy. This is Coke Logic signing off for GameStop. Build the Millennium Falcon. A one-to-one -one replica of the original Empire Strikes Back movie prop. Working lights and stunning interior detail. Complete with a moving ramp. Build the Millennium Falcon step-by-step step with your comprehensive build guides, die-cast metal, and highly detailed resin parts. Call now or go online to buildmillenniumfalcon.com and get started today. Take my love, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. I don't care. Hey, this is Jules Stay from Firefly. Hey, this is Marina Baccarin from Firefly. Hey, this is Joss Whedon, creator of Buffy and Firefly and Serenity and some other stuff. And you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff, you geek. Burn the land and boil the sea. You can't take the sky from me. Man, that's a long tail on the end of that thing. That's all right. It's allowed to be a long tail. This Whole so we, used to re, we used to reuse those as uh, use those long ones as rejoiners. Yeah, we, that, so. they, they were entire breaks at one point. Remember when we had <laughs> we three breaks? Mm. Did we have three breaks? Uh, yeah, for a while. In the yeah, somewhere in the two hundreds. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> way back then. Oh oh, so uh, yeah. Uh, just to get all the business out of the way, absolutely. Um, the Millennium Falcon, unbelievable, yes. unbelievable. One of the best Star Wars products. I say it all the time, week over week. One of the best Star Wars products to come down the pike in quite some time. It's unique. It's it's amazing. BuildMillenniumFalcon.com. Go over there and check it out. Uh, and there's a phone number, uh, PK? Yes, 877-544-6779. Yes, and absolutely, you should be checking that out. I'm telling you, it's, most, uh, uh, it's amazing. I yep. cannot wait to get all the parts so I can build it because it's like this big, and I'm using a wide space between my hands right now. Uh, it's amazingly detailed. I've seen it. I've seen it built live in person at Celebration, and it was fucking phenomenal. Nice. So definitely check that out. Listener, so you wear uh, – he said it was this big. That's correct. That was the, the distance between my hands that I represented. Thank you for clarifying, PK. Yes. No problem. And we and I was like to say – Fuck you, Coke Logic. No, thank you, Coke Logic. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's what I meant. Did Five it come out? Years he's been did it come out? Fuck you. It, it, did, it did. Oh my god. No, I Five meant thank you. I said, your mic was a little disconnected. Yeah. I know it, it, was, it, it probably broke like up a little bit. Yeah. Wait, if I what? Uh, uh, yeah, I see. Yeah. It, yeah. See, I heard thank wire. you in there. So, yeah. It's a loose wire. You're good. So there you go. 
Yes, thank you, Coco. Hello. So what have you there? Um, actually, before we get to this, oh. I know PK wanted to talk about some uh, stuff. So let's, let's let yeah. him take a... Hey, you guys remember these things? Um, they're... they're uh... Uh, they're, they're books. They're actual physical books. Ooh, uh, they are loaded with artwork that tells a story. Um, and, like, there's a little dialogue in these white bubbles over oh. the people that are involved in the stories. Uh, it's re- And it usually comes out, like, once a month you have an ongoing story. And it, it's really – it's a pretty wicked premise. That's uh, how people read over 50 years ago. Surely no. no one was alive back then. No. You're mad. Uh, so I'm talking about they call them comic books, right? We used to talk about them on the all, show, the, all time. the time. Yeah, like every week. I know, like every episode. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm in love with Comicsology. Sure, uh, it's it, I think it's a great service. I'm in love with Marvel Unlimited. Yeah, I think that's a great service. Uh, real quick with Marvel Unlimited, what it is doing is it's getting me caught up with the new. Star Wars books that have been they've been putting yes. out uh, the new canon books, uh, which, which really is which really is probably the best thing to be reading on there. They're fabulous. Yeah, they're at, the storyline is absolutely fabulous, and uh, they've just started getting those those issues, and they're up to like the ninth issue, I think, in Marvel Unlimited. This stuff comes out like maybe six months behind sure. if it's that service. Uh, so I'm, I'm just getting caught up with that. And in the process, I'm also getting caught up with old school daredevil. I'm reading old Frank, like the original Frank Miller run of daredevil. And it's, and it's just making the show so much more delicious. Oh yeah. Um, and, uh, the, uh, I I love the service, but with comiXology, it it keeps me in touch with the new shit. Nice. And, uh, amongst the new shit, first of all, if you're not reading the Rick and Morty comic books, I, I have, and you're a Rick and Morty fan. Yeah. Get on it. Uh, it, it they read just like the show. They're uh, they're a blast, and they're they wonderfully fill in the gap where we don't have Rick and Morty episodes to uh, right, to have while, at yeah. the moment. And I think not until at least what summertime or maybe fall, uh, later than uh, that, maybe I even think. later than that. Yeah. Um, later than that. So the newest issue, they're up to twelve issues of that that thing already too. So it's been a year yeah. uh, since the the comics have been around. So you, there's a lot to catch up on, and I, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Uh, a lot of fun, and the newest issue just came out today. Uh, the other one I want to talk about was something called Snowfall, uh, and this is a uh, a book that's written by Joe Harris, who is an X Files writer, and uh, Martin Morazzo is the uh, the artist. He's uh, responsible for mm-hmm. stuff on Vertigo Quarterly. Yes, uh, the both of them together created something called Great Pacific, uh, which I unfortunately don't know a whole lot about, but uh, mm-hmm. apparently it is it is also an acclaimed book. Um, this is a more independent book. I can't quite... S- it is Image. Image does put this yes. one out. Oh, nice. Yes. And the premise, uh, uh, they reunite for a brand new ongoing science fiction series. Um, the year is 2045. It no longer snows following a crash that left the climate ravaged, society splintered, and the newly christened Cooperative States of America propped up and administered by the powerful Hazeltine Corporation. Uh, only one man wages an all-out weather war against the system, wielding the forces of nature themselves as weapons. He's the White Wizard, the Ghost white in the Night, wizard. genius, terrorist, outlaw, hero. Uh, but it's a really good uh, series. The second issue just came out about a week or so ago. Cool. And uh, I remember seeing the I remember the seeing the previews for that in previews. Yeah, the artwork and, uh, is terrific. Yeah, the artwork really. And, it's, was and I'm very interested to see where they go with it. It's uh, it's it's different. It's a unique story, and I uh, I am digging that. Uh, and um, but up 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 up. I think. Oh, and the uh, the James Bond, of course, James Bond. Actually, I have two more. James Bond is fantastic. They're up to issue five. Just came mm-hmm. out. It's the Varger yep. book that we talked about a while back. Warren Ellis has a great handle on Bond. It is definitely Ian Fleming novel kind of Bond. Uh, he's definitely they, – they've picked up Bond the prick 
for this book, uh, and it's uh, it's been an impressive series so far. I'm enjoying it as a Bond fan. And as and as OG is uh, hesitant to point out, he is white. So yeah, yes, hey, hey, yes. Hey, hey. He, he actually, and it's funny enough, he actually is a very good resemblance to that piece of art that we share, the Ian Fleming oh, nice. Commission art piece. Like they've drawn him fairly quite close to that, which is which is nice. Nice tip of the hat to Fleming. So I'll take it. Uh, the uh, last thing I was going to talk about was uh, there's a new Daredevil Punisher series that uh, Marvel's running called Daredevil Punisher uh, Seventh Circle. Uh, I don't know what this is like in print, but it's a really fun read in the Comixology app because as you tap each page, like the pages sort of appear and oh, change. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so it's not just a straight up page turn. Right. So the story, it's, the story almost reads. Is it an ex- almost like a motion comic? Is okay. it exclusive to Comicology? Uh, I I don't know that for it's sure. Possibly it is that it could possible. be an exclusive. To uh, simple change of venues for one. Matt Murdock's case has been more complicated when the Punisher attempts to send the defendant away. Uh, it's written by uh, Charles Soule and uh, Riley Brown and Zygman Kudransky. Riley Brown do the art. We know Riley Brown. Uh, I see. Yeah, I see nothing that shows me that it is that it says exclusive to uh, Comicsology. Okay, but they're into the second issue right now, and that's cool. a, it's a fun read. It's definitely a Daredevil Punisher read. Nice, uh, and uh, something more to something new Daredevil Punisher to to get you. Uh, enjoying the new series uh, as we go along, and Very that's cool. uh, that's I, I, that's my comic that's review for the week. Ooh, How about that? PK's comic report. There's a bunch of stuff that I need to catch up on that I've been I've been grabbing, but I like Saga. I'm behind on Rat Queens. I'm behind on. I have these um, collected first like ten issues of Saga in my comicsology. I'm waiting to start that. I, but, I uh, hear that uh, Frank Cho yeah, recently got that. the full rights back to Liberty Meadows. What? And that might be kicking back off again at no. some point. Under so who? Nice. I don't know. It won't but be he, under image. He, no, it might be under his own imprint. I don't know. Okay. But he got it back. That I know. Okay. So that'll be interesting. That will be. But, that uh, was yeah. a great book. It was, it was one of my favorites. All right. Did you know, uh, did we talk about this? Um, were you guys fans of Bloom County? Yes. Uh, did you, yes, guys, did you guys know that Burke, Berkeley Breathed has been doing new strips? I, oh, yeah. I did know that. On yeah. Facebook. But now they've pulled them. They're gonna reprint. Them. They're gonna yeah. collect them, but you also you can read them on some site now rather than Facebook. I guess he made a deal right. with somebody. Cool. Um, they were really fucking funny. I All had right. a chance to catch up with them recently. Really, really good stuff. I'm looking forward to the book. I'm guessing it's going to be IDW who put out all the collections of all of his work previous. Um, so I'll be looking forward to that. And OG, what on earth do you have in front of you? Uh, so this past week. Uh, from the fine folks over at Loot Crate, uh, in partnership with the fine folks at QMX. That hurt, didn't it? A little bit. A little bit. Um, uh, the first... <laughs> it's PK's vein is yeah. already going. The first Firefly cargo crate came out. So this is a... Take my love, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. Wait, wait, I'm sorry, what? So uh, this is a uh, every other month subscription service from Loot Crate, uh-huh. uh, specifically geared around uh, the world that Joss Whedon built up in that fateful TV show and then spun off into the film Serenity. What I'm 
I'm confused. Was so, this like a Buffy thing? Uh, Which, yes, it was. A, it was. A, it was a Buffy thing, but oh, in it's space. a Buffy thing. Yeah, but but in space. But in space. <laughs> so the and first, they were on some sort of ship. Yeah, fire. Uh, no, 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 no. Ah, 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 The ship's name was Serenity. You fucked up. What but, kind of? What but class, what, are the, what, what are the rights? They have the rights wait. that are slightly different. Like they, they don't. Yeah. This isn't a Serenity box. What it's? Yes, it was like, Firefly. Take my love. Take my land. Take me where I cannot. Stand. That's all you get. That's all you get. You get two. What, what class ship was nope, the Serenity? You get two, two and done. Otherwise, we're never going to get through this. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Mine is an evil laugh. Exactly. Yeah. So the first box came out this week, uh-huh. and it is themed around Kaylee. Uh-huh. So naturally, when this box was announced, I was torn because I am a huge brown coat. I still am a huge brown coat. Um, and I really wanted to get on board with this. But I also am questionable when it comes to QMX. I will say that I am actually really pleasantly surprised. Really? With the box. Well, color me stunned. And and I'm also going to say that I think as far as quality and price point, it's better than the Funko Star Wars boxes. Wow. And that's hard for me to say because I really like those. Wow. So, what do you get with the first box? What? Angry. Uh, uh, so, you, you get, get this angry. You get this nice little uh, this nice little book that's going to come. Each one, uh, there's going to be one of these per box, obviously. Uh-huh. You're focus on a character. It's called uh-huh. a signal. And it's all about, it's got some interviews with Jewel State. It's a little bit about her and the character. It features a friend of the show. Uh, yeah. Maya Dinnerstein, Dinnerstein, uh-huh. who uh, she's a very famous, very famous Kaylee cosplayer. She is ever, the Kaylee yeah, cosplayer. You know her if you've ever been if to you, a con. If you've ever met her and you were like, oh my God, Jewel, Jewel State, State is here. And it isn't Jewel State. It's her. You know who she is. Um, yeah, she's she, she's been by our booth a bunch. She actually handed out flyers new, for yeah, us. Yeah, she did flyers for a us. A couple of times. Yeah, she is amazing. Yeah. And she is adorable and very, very nice. Yes, we are big fans of her. So, uh, so you get that book, which is pretty cool. Then you get um, two cards for the Firefly board game, which I really want to play and I still have not played. Oh, my God. That's right. What I did not realize is that not only is there the board game, but there are seven expansions for the board game. Wow. I blew it, by the way. But uh, I know you did. What was the board game? Uh, I'm not saying it again. Too bad. You blew it. It's retroactive. So yeah, there's like so there are two cards that can be used in the game that are exclusive to the loot crate. Okay, Um, but there are seven expansions to this game. Of course, I have to have them all, and we have to play. Please, yeah, I'm I'm, seven expansions. Yep. When the fuck did they come out? What are they? What are they called? Um, one is Blue Sun. One is Caladosa. Jet Wash. Um. Esmeralda, Persephone, and something else. Ah, okay. Um, in addition Jesus. to that, you get... What uh, is this? What is this? You get uh, two nice, frameable uh, cutaways of the ship and the ship's engines. Wow. That come with the set. Wow, those are nice little prints. That's what I'm screaming. You get Uh-oh. an... Exported, yeah, you get an exported from Persephone sticker, which is really nice. Uh huh. Like uh-huh. a bumper sticker. Like a little bumper sticker. Uh huh. You get an uh, uh, an exported from Persephone, the original Kaylee Shindig drink parasols. I see that. 
Those are nice. Those are so cute. they match her parasol. And they're the little drink umbrellas. And the little drink umbrellas. In addition to that, you get two pins. You get a shiny do, pin. Do you hear the heavy breathing coming out of PK <laughs> right now? Because he's having the realization that I had yesterday when I opened up the box. Which was, oh, I should have done this. Oh, oh, thank God I did this, yeah. Um, so we have a shiny pin with uh, Kaylee's parasol. Uh-huh. And it says, everything shiny cap'n. Which is uh-huh. really cute. And then you also get a pin of uh, Serenity herself, oh. which is really nice. Nice. In addition to that, you get a Cubit figure. There were two that you could get in the line. It was either Simon or Jane. I got Simon. Um, but, of course, I need to seek out Jane. But when the line comes out, the rest of the crew is there. So I'll need to get the wash figure so as wait, well. So, wait. Do you get one? In, uh, one? Yeah, it's blind box. You get one or the other in the box. But it's it's only one of those two characters. Correct. Why? Um, probably they... because those are the first two that they've released. What? So what I was... So I don't I... think there's anything exclusive about them when the regular ones come out. So are they going to release... I believe are so. You, are you going to get another, like... One of two in the next crate. I don't know. Right. I assume so, but I do not know. Oh, they're cute. They are cute. But I have to seek out the Jane one now because I have to have it. <laughs> have to have it. In addition to that, you get a Kaylee teddy bear. Oh, come on. Oh, in, wow. In Kaylee's jumpsuit. Yeah. And if you remember Kaylee's jumpsuit from the show, she had a little teddy bear patch. Yeah, yeah. So instead of the teddy bear patch... It has a little Kaylee Come on. Wow. With the parasol uh, on there. And then the last piece. God damn it. Is the, uh, this is the QMX Mini Masters Kaylee Fry figure. You're going to get one of these. That's a more realistic version of her little damn hero pose. Yep. Same one. Yep. So it's a a nice little figure. Don't you you have those somewhere, uh, OG? They are up there. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I see it. I see it. So uh, this, and it's actually a really nice statue. It's it actually, is for a little PVC statue. Yeah, it's 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 much better done than the later series of the little. Da- Remember right. when the little damn heroes became kind of fell off the cliff. I, it's when yeah. I gave I gave up on uh, I got River so and I. Wash, and that's when I that's, ended the I, line. So did I. I didn't get Nora yeah. or Zoe. Um, but yeah, it's a really nice statue. So I, for I, I forget what the total cost of the box is. Um, but it is really worth it. Oh, I, it certainly it looks really it. really is worth but, it. And this, this is done. Like, I'm out on this one, right? Or um, is this still available, this particular you one? You might be able to still get it. I've seen them on eBay for not too much. Mm-hmm. Like, you could buy the whole box on Catch eBay. up there, PK. But you definitely can subscribe I, for the future boxes. I fought this. I, I fought this. I we fought this did. tooth and nail. And I, I st- am still fighting it because who the fuck needs all this shit? Yeah. Uh, other than I mean, me. it was, it was. I mean, it was, it was gifted to me. The subscription was gifted to me, so that made it a little bit easier. But I, am, gave you that I am glad. I'm not going to say who gave it to oh, me. Oh, all right. Show, all right. But, um, You're going to tell me offline so I can give him shit, though. Yeah. But I am glad <laughs> that I that I'm glad that I got it. And if it continues past one year, I definitely will continue it on my own. Nice. Um, because one year isn't enough to get the full crew. So, ah, God damn it. So, uh, but it's an awesome box. So definitely check it out. I posted um, a video and some pictures on my Instagram account, KeekStuffOG, over there. So you can check those out over there. I and, usually uh, don't yeah. get like this, but I, I really wanted this to be a box full of bullshit. I know. I desperately it's, wanted this to be a box it's, full it's of because what you expected, <sighs> well, you expected it to be a no, box full of bullshit. But see, here, here's the realization that I had as I was opening this. I actually think, generally speaking, that QMX makes really nice product. My problem is very rarely been the quality of the product, with the exception of the cake toppers. It's that the product right. is 
I find overly expensive. Astronomically yeah. expensive so in a lot of ways. The struggle yeah. that I was having was, well, I hope the product lives up to their quality, but how much am I going to get? Is it going to be worth it? Am I going to get one thing and then that's it? Right. But Cause these are, honestly, what, 30, 40 bucks a pop for the box? Yeah. But yeah. honestly, like the bear and the Kaylee figure alone, me, alone are worth the price of the box. You yeah. pop in little Simon. And everything else is bonus. Like, I, I really, really like I dig the, the hell out of those box. pins. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've gotten away from pins since the Disney mania that you and I kind of went in on together. Uh, so I, I haven't paid attention to pins, but the, those are but those they're are both really nice. outstanding yeah. pins. So definitely really check nice. these out. Uh, go to LootCrate.com and check it out. And uh, yeah, man, they're 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 awesome. And I'm if really you would like to this. gift one to PK, <laughs> uh, you could do that. I'm sure you absolutely could do that. <laughs> but uh, with that, we are you can go. Uh, you can go right over to the PayPal button That's on the right. website and donate and donate. But uh, yeah, I think with that, uh, we're ready to uh, to to get into the plugs. So don't forget, you can check us okay. out online each and every week over at bkgeekstuff.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash bkgeekstuff. Uh, um, uh, oh, you can do it. Twitter is geekstuffog, Instagram geekstuffog, and Snapchat as well, geekstuffog. For PK, it is KR Marlowe on Twitter yes. and K Robert Marlowe on Instagram. Yes, for as for often as I gram. Big Kev, it's bkgeekstuff on Twitter and geekstuff... Big Kev GS on Instagram. Is it? If he still posts there okay. once in a while. So check all of those spots out. Of course, use the Amazon link. Use the PayPal link. We appreciate all those things. And I've listened to some of your feedback for the uh, Patreon account. And I'm toying with a couple. Of, I've actually started to set it up. Ooh, so I hope it's coming in a couple weeks. We have nice. some technical things to work out for one of the right, rewards. Right. But I think we can make it happen. So Ooh, look for that in the next week or two. That's exciting. And uh, with that, Big Kev. Uh, with that, OG, uh, I'm going to ask you one simple question before we close out the show, and that is, what will we do to celebrate the 10th anniversary of Big Kev Eat Stuff? <coughs> Record episode one. <laughs> then that would be coming up, sir, is all I'm saying to you. Uh, and with that, OG and PK and the rest of the alphabet, we will bring this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff to a close the way we end some episodes by saying, Good night, Patty Duke, wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. Meet Kathy, who lived most everywhere. From Zanzibar to Barclay Square. But Patty's only seen the sights a girl can see from Brooklyn Heights. What a crazy pair. Ballet Roos and Crepe Suzette. Our Patty loves her rock and roll. The hot dog makes her lose control. And what a wild duet. Still the cousins. Identical cousins. Then you'll find. They laugh alike. They walk alike. At times they even talk alike. You can lose your mind. When cousins are two of a Patty Duke Show is brought to you by Nabisco, makers of quality cookies, crackers, cereals, and so many other good things to eat. Nabisco.